Hello, and welcome to another episode of Insights. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week in Health IT, a channel dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. Our hope is that these episodes serve as a resource for the advancement of your career and the continued success of your team. Now on to the show. Today on Insights, we go back to a conversation host Bill Russell had with Sarah Richardson, the CIO at Tivity Health. The topic of discussion was creating high-risk care in the home with Apple. And Bill asks Sarah how she sees the future of home monitoring playing out. You guys have a fair amount of at-risk population that you manage. Do you see this? I know you said we're at the precipice, but do you see like an Apple Watch strategy or a device strategy in the home that CIOs should be thinking about? And I, you know, that patient-centered medical home has been a topic for a while, but how do you see that playing out? No, it's already there. So we have uh, a lot of disease management and high-risk program management with our care managers because we are, we're risk. We do take almost full delegation from 14 health plans for all of our patient populations. And so we're, we're already in that boat. And we do for things like COPD and diabetes and CHF, we have programs where we have the disease managers. And if we know that you're discharged into a high-risk program, we have, we have the IVR, we have a phone call you every two or three days and based on your responses, we know to have someone do an intervention, et cetera. So then we started adding technology for, we send people home with a home monitoring kit for 30 days for COPD and make sure that they're doing well. And if they show improvement, then obviously we discharge it from the kit, but we still monitor them, et cetera. Just continue to add the things that make sense for your population. And so most places are already doing things like that. Home, home monitoring is not new. It's a matter of, to your point, are we altruistic about it or are we just delegated for it? I think I'm lucky in that we are delegated for it, but we've been delegated for so long that that is part of who we are. Maybe an altruistic mission, but it's also the right thing to do. I'm grateful to work for a healthcare organization that does the right thing, perhaps based on some of our modeling, but it's wonderful to know that we are 100% responsible for the care coordination of that patient. And so adding technology to help them be healthier is really one of the funnest parts of my job. Yeah, and I think we're seeing more and more systems go at risk. And I, I think the more interesting story for me from this year was from that JP Morgan conference was Intermountain saying we've selected a zip code of a population that has very poor health outcomes and we're going at risk with Medicaid for that population. So Intermountain's doing a whole lot of work to try to figure out how to bring the level of that whole population up. And and literally, and we had Mark Probst on the show and he was saying, you know, literally from this side of the street to this side of the street, someone could live an extra five years. And that's just doesn't make any sense. And so they're wading into social determinants. They're wading into technology. They're wading into making sure that, I mean, not in Salt Lake, but making sure that they have air conditioning, making sure they have access to people. And so I think we all agree that that's the future. The future of medicine is more continuous, more where the, the healthcare provider acts as the expert that is culling through that information and proactively reaching out and, and managing the population in that community. So this, I think the Apple Watch is interesting. I think it's just like you said, it's on the precipice. So I'm looking forward to a fair number of pilots and integrations with this in the health system. But what do you say to, so one of the tweets from this morning was, what about all the false positives? Who's going to pay for the false positives on the falls and that kind of stuff? And that was from a physician. That's going to be kind of the, the pushback I think we get on this kind of technology. One thing I love about Apple is it creates conversation and the conversation that it drives allows them to think about what to put into their next release or their next thing that they're going to be doing. 
to connect people and take better care, help take better care of patients. And everyone knows I'm a big Apple fan, so it's like fine, I'm always this evangelist of Apple. What I love is that they are taking the very best of what technology has to offer and incorporating it into things that we are already comfortable with. So you see them introduce the product and then all the benefits that it can have. So it becomes ubiquitous with, of how we do every day. So it, it's not a surprise. The next thing is going to you know, be the ability to connect directly with your physician and, and do your you know, video visit from your watch, et cetera. So kudos to Apple for creating both solutions and controversy around doing the right thing. I want to thank Tracy for another great episode. If you have feedback regarding the content and materials that you just heard and would like to help us to amplify great thinking to propel healthcare forward, please send us a note at hello at thisweekinhealthit.com. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.